0: If you want to live an average life, stop listening to this right now because you're not gonna like it. What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Kings Code Radio, where we are a movement of men rising up as kings, kings under the King of Kings. And my name is Paul Cooley, and I want to personally welcome you to this episode. So I want to talk to you for a moment. Uh, Something's been on my mind, and. You know, I feel like we are constantly those that are aware of this are constantly fighting uh, the, the concept and the idea and the straight out opportunities that are presented daily to just live an average life. Now, if you're listening to this then you have made a choice to say, you know what, I don't want to settle for average. I want to be able to accept uh, what God has put me on this earth to do and be who God has told me I am and, and live loud and, and make results, make an impact uh, upon this earth for his glory. And that can look like uh, our, our inside of our families. That can look like inside of the business. It can look like a lot of different things. And regardless of what it does look like for you, there is always going to be opportunities to settle for average. And so I want to present an idea to you because it seems like a lot of people don't necessarily know how to move to the next level. Um, I recently just posted something inside of the King's Code Arsenal uh, Facebook group. And if you're not a part of that, feel free, uh, look us up on Facebook. It is the King's Code Arsenal Facebook group. And um, I posted something that said, you know, basically, if if you want to rise up and really get results the results are going to be determined by what you put into it. And if you want to draw closer to God, then you got to actually put down the TV remote and spend time with him. You got to get in the word. You got to pray. You got to worship. You got to talk to him, communicate with him. And so stinking often people do not do that. Many people that I've coached and counseled, I will ask them the simple question of, well, have you prayed about that? Have you asked the Lord about that? And always to my surprise, they say no. And, and it's amazing to me. And I'm not, I'm not saying that in a judgmental way, but it's just this reality check of, wow, why is it uh, we as believers are not quick to go to the one with the answers? You know what I mean? If you want to have an amazing marriage, then maybe you need to stop looking at your spouse um, for what she's not and start looking at her for what she is. And ultimately, we know that uh, she is a child of God. And she's also your queen. So you need to start treating her that way. Uh, If if you want to get in better shape, then maybe it's time to put down the potato chips, put down the bacon. (laughs) I know keto people aren't going to agree with that, but put down the fats and the sugars and start changing the way you eat and get your butt exercising. Because if you don't do that, you're not going to get the results that you want. And if you want to have an awesome business, then it's time to stop believing the lie. I call it the field of dreams lie. And if anyone's seen that movie, I get, uh, uh, some of the younger folks may not have, but the Kevin Costner movie, uh, Field of Dreams, where the whole concept was, if you build it, they will come. And anyone that's been in business or tried starting a business uh, has <laughs> soon and quickly learned that that is just not the case. That it's such a rare thing to start a business and suddenly you get flocks of people coming to you. It just doesn't work that way. And here's where the rubber meets the road. And this is really what I want to dive into in this short period of time here is um, I had a, a really cool conversation, two-hour conversation with some up-and-coming entrepreneurs. And um, they, they were <laughs> expressing that, yeah, the whole field of dreams concept does not work. And so we started talking about, and actually one even said, yeah, God's really been putting on my heart that I need to invest. I need to invest into something to really get something out of this. And I went, well, that's very true. I mean, there's the whole concept of the Bible's clear on. It's a spiritual law principle of of you reap what you sow. And if you're not willing to sow, if you're not willing to put money into your business, why on earth would you expect it to actually grow? Because you're not taking your business seriously as a real business then. And here's the problem is you might be, the best kept secret in the marketplace. You might be the best kept secret and somebody needs the results that you can provide. But because of stories we tell ourselves and because of insecurities that we may have, we end up saying, well, it, once I build it right, they'll just show up. And that's just not how it works. you got to be able to invest in in the coaches, the tools, and acquire the skill sets to be able to take your business to the next step so you can take your movement and your message out into the marketplace. And and I actually gave the example to these people I was talking to. I'm like, you know, I've never invested so much money as I am right now <laughs> into business coaches. I am spending a significant amount of money every month uh, for for a uh, coaching uh all about offers how do you formulate an offer and how do you continue to build a sales funnel uh, in a way that really will convert uh, because i'm taking this seriously i i full expectancy that this is going to produce much results and much more than what I'm putting into it. It will continue to grow and multiply. But I'm putting my money where my mouth is. I'm willing to advertise. I'm willing to invest. I'm willing to grow. I'm willing to say, yeah, I'm going to get coaches for this. And I remember saying one thing. uh, One of the girls I was talking to said, well, there's that one person that offered me free coaching. I'm going to take her up on that. And I said, well, hold up. Wait a minute. You need to get very clear on what results that coach is going to bring. Because there are many different coaches out there, um, and, and you need to be very specific on what kind of coach that you, um, that you get. Now, please know, I'm, this is not going to turn to a sales pitch of me coaching or me, me pitching my own coaching service. I'm, I'm really not going there. But I want to just express something and address a lie that we often believe, and that is that... Um, Often, you know, we think, okay, well, if I get a coach, uh, they'll guide me along. And if it's a life coach, they'll guide me in all these areas. And I said, well, would you ask a life coach to teach you how to sing? No, you would get a coach for singing or, or playing an instrument. Uh, if, if I wanted uh, more traffic going to my sites, I wouldn't hire necessarily a business coach or a life coach. I would I would find a business coach that specializes in traffic. See what I'm saying? I I wouldn't just hire any business coach to teach me or even do Facebook ads for me. I would hire a coach that is specifically um, laser focused on that thing. Does that make sense? Because I know they live in that world and they are gonna be the ones that know what they're talking about the most. But it got me to thinking, in business, we're able to accept that a little bit more, I think. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hire a coach. I'm gonna hire a consultant. I'm gonna hire this thing. And, and the problem some people we face in the business side is there are, you know, coaches and, and consultants are a dime a dozen. They're, they're just, they're everywhere, and everybody's a coach. Everyone's a consultant. And in fact, I just brought on a new client. And they even said, "Yeah, you know, we spent about 80 grand on consultants and they say what they need to do, but they don't help and they don't give a, uh, a we're, we're looking for a map. We're looking for a roadmap. We're looking for a blueprint of how do you execute what you just recommended? And I said, well, um, and that's actually what kind of sealed the deal was. I'm like, well, that's, I don't just tell you what to do. I do create a roadmap for you and I do actually help with certain aspects of it and I'll help you build the teams to actually implement and so forth. And that's really what, what cause that that deal to close um, but when it comes to other areas of our life and let's take our, our faith and let's take our marriage as an example here and this is where the mindset starts to morph and change even more so let's say you're willing to uh, invest in your business and hire the right coaches uh, for your business awesome if you're willing to do that that's awesome and I'll tell you once you do that you're actually, Able to charge more. You actually feel okay and better, and and I don't say justified, but it's like, yeah, if I'm investing this money, I can also ask for a higher price, which is awesome too. Okay, but when it comes to the faith side, when it comes to that quadrant of life, when it comes to the marriage quadrant, this is where I find people start to change their perspective. Inside of the church, there might be counseling, there might be coaching, and I understand coaching and counseling are two separate things um, when you really start to define it, but often then people associate that with, I have a problem. And if I ask for help, if I have to go through counseling, if I have to get a coach, if I have to this, it must mean I am bad. It must mean I have done something bad. And this is now a punishment. And I've seen this mentality and this mindset uh, in many different ways in many different people across the board, both male and female. But it's interesting though. Now, if we go back to business, Okay, no, I've got a business problem. i got a systems problem. I, I, I recognize that I lack in this area, so I'm going to hire help. But then when it comes to this other area, oh, wait a minute, I don't see it that same way anymore. I don't see it as I have an issue or an area that needs help or I need to acquire a skill set. This is because I, I'm going to wait until all hell breaks loose in my marriage, and then I'm going to get marriage counseling. Well, that's stupid. And if you have access to resources, why on earth would you not take advantage of that? I just sat into a, a three-day, uh, very intense workshop inside of the coaching program that I'm paying a lot of money for, and they even brought up the fact of one of the main guys has like twelve different coaches in his life, uh, one for meal prep, one for um, actual fitness, and then multiple, many different ones for uh, business, and then a couple for just his own mental health. <laughs> so, uh, but it was the whole point and purpose was yeah. Find the one who specializes in the thing, and then get help from that person. There's not—it's not a sign of weakness. In fact, it's a sign of wisdom to go seek help, and so you can acquire the tool sets that you or the skill sets that you need to then move forward and move up a level in your abilities and and move forward in, in what your, your your overall impact. I mean, why on earth would you not want to take advantage of that when it comes to? Uh, Again, faith in the marriage quadrant, we, we tend to shy away from that because it's like we have to admit that we're, we're, not, we're wrong or we're not good at this or whatever. Well, you know what? Truth is where it all starts, and we have to be willing to accept truth. And if I suck at communication skills within my marriage, then I ne- and if I'm not getting this, then I need to go get somebody who's going to help me acquire the skill sets and the tools that I need to better communicate. It is no different than saying, I need to hire a singing coach to help me. And believe me, you do not want me singing. But if I did, hire a singing coach to help me perfect what it is that I do. Does that make sense? Is that sinking in? When you start thinking of it as it's it's me identifying an area that I lack in, And I need to go find someone that specializes in this to help me acquire the skill sets and and add tools to my toolbox so I can better be equipped to handle that next time that thing happens or next time I have to do this thing. I'm going to be able to go at it completely different because I have acquired the knowledge and skill sets that I need to move forward in that. And that is ultimately why we started the King's Code was that it could be a movement of men that come together and get equipped and empowered to be able to go forward, rise up as a king, a king under the king of kings, and and transform their marriages, transform their families, transform and make an impact in the marketplace, and improve their health. But all under the guidance of God himself. That's why we do this. But you are doing yourself an extreme injustice if you are not willing to take a step back, take the blinders off, stop telling yourself the stories of, oh, I'm doing this because I'm bad. No, 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 I'm doing this because I recognize that I am one person and without God, I am nothing. And God has provided other people and equipped other people with skill sets that I do not have. So let me go out and talk to them with wisdom. I'm not saying just run to anybody who says they're a coach or counselor or consultant. I'm not saying that. But with wisdom and guidance from the Lord, who is it that I need to approach and get help? And not be afraid to pay them if that is what is necessary. Putting your money where your mouth is and you're producing. The goal is to produce much fruit. Going back to the concept of sowing and reaping. You reap what you sow. And if you're going to try to sow sparingly, so um, uh, what's the word I was looking for? Um, oh, I just had it. I lost it. Uh, so sparingly, so if you're going to do it very um, like skimpy, uh, um, where I, I'm not going to, stingy, there was the word I was looking for. You're going to be stingy with your money, then you're probably going to get stingy results. But you want awesome results, then be willing to put your money where your mouth is and say I'm going after this thing. I'm going to trust God that he is going to provide the right way, the right things, the right tools, the right people that will help help me and empower me to rise up as that king in this area of my life. So with that guys being said, what you what ground are you sowing into? Where is it there where is an area of your life that you know you're lacking in and need helping i challenge you and i encourage you guys to rise up and be bold enough to face and address those areas and say okay i've identified this thing now what is the next step is it something i just need to simply pray about or is it something i need to go out and find somebody that has what it is that i need so i can add those tools to my toolbox food for thought guys until next time god bless all right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that. I hope that made sense. I want to encourage you, if you do need help, then I want to invite you to take a step deeper inside the King's Code. If you have not joined us on our Facebook group. If you have not partaken in our King's Code Challenge, now is the time to do it because now is the time to sow into good ground, put your money where your mouth is to get the results in all areas of life so that you can continue to rise up as a king, a king under the king of kings. I want to invite you, check it out at kingscodechallenge.com.